Zansi's sporting milestones, moments and stories. Flashback Fridays with Tabiso Musia. Uh, we're going to move on and we're going to talk to Bong Musa Ntembu, then the Comrades Marathon multiple winner is already on the line uh, to speak to us. Keep those voice notes coming. I see one or two are coming through. We're we going straight there. Or we're going to take a break. Okay, we can go straight there if you don't want to take a break, Patrick. It's fine. Gives us an extra minute. Let's welcome the champ himself, Bong Musa Ntembu. Good evening, champ, and thank you very much for being able to speak to us on SAFM. We really appreciate it. Uh, very good, good, good evening to my brother and to your listeners. Uh, thanks for having me. Thank you. I've just seen just by the reaction on social media, so many people are just happy to hear from you, even people just outside from of the running community. And I think it just talks to the impact that you've made. But first, Lubong Musa, did you run today? <laughs> right now, I'm just on my way from training. <laughs> so, so how many kilometers did you obliterate today? <laughs> No, in the coming few coming days, I'm gonna be there in Joburg. So because I mean, that, I think that's what we face in South in our country in our sport. So yeah, I'm preparing for something that I'm gonna do in this coming weekend uh, in there in Joburg. Okay, interesting. I follow you on Twitter. I always see you when you run and when you post. I mean, you run some ridiculous times. But on a normal day, how many kilometers do you run or do you try to run? No, it depends, my brother, what what you, you are preparing at the moment. But mm. uh, for me, because I'm, I'm more specialized on, on ultra distances, so I mean, uh, definitely I, I will cover more than 35 kilometers a day. <laughs> and in a week, how many days do you try and run if you're preparing for something? Yeah, no, I mean, definitely if we're going for two oceans or comrade, where it's probably over, it's over 100, and almost 200 kilometers a week. And do you ever take a break when it's when you don't run? Yeah, there's, there's always different breaks that uh, we always take. Sometimes if it's, it's on our season, so there is not much break that we take. Then soon after your your event, that's where you take a break, maybe for like two or three months, yeah. then back again. I think that uh, that the most most of us as an athlete, that we the most mistake we did, you find that most of the athletes, they, they're racing week in, week out, you know, then we don't give ourselves the, the part of time to, to recover. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think for me, that's something I've been doing for the past four or five years. And for you, Bong Musa, what do you run for? I know that you're a pro. It's probably your job, and maybe that's why you run. A lot of people run for different reasons. I had yeah. a lady on SAFM this week on talking to Pimelo, saying that she runs just to clear her mind, and it's done wonders for her when she wakes up in the morning and she runs, and she has a brilliant day after that. No, for me, as you said, my brother, it's, this is what I do for a living. So, I mean, uh, even even whether the weather doesn't on our side, but, uh, you know, if I have to go for training, I, I just go for training. You know, I don't think, you know, I've always just making an easy example, you know, take it for, himself, for yourself when you when woke up going to the office. That's Bongmosa, you know, and I don't, I don't hesitate. In my mind, my soul is always on the training because I know that whatever I can achieve is going to start in my training. So... I think I'm more focused on training than on a race, but uh, just because I know that I mean this is this is what I, yeah, I'm doing. This is who I am, and I think I enjoy it, you know. And you know, running is only not only that you're getting something, especially for us, but I think it's it's a, it's a therapy, you know. Mm-hmm. And once you go there, you're chasing your own thing, you know. It's too you just do it for love. Yes, that's actually what she was saying when I was listening to the show, that it's like a therapy uh, running. As I said, people are so happy to hear from you. Without going any further, we've got voice notes already, so let's play them. Good evening, Tabiso. Uh, my name is Rodney. 
Um, I'm a marathon runner, uh, but I've not run the Comrade yet. So I would like to ask your guest, as like, how does he train for the Comrade Marathon? Because I would also like to run the Comrade Marathon one of the good days. So I'm so, so curious as to the, his training schedule so that probably next year I also form part of the Comrade Marathon. Thank you. Hi, Tabiso. I'd like to thank you for the lovely show that you guys are doing. Hi, Tupamusa. Well done on your comrades win. Tell me, what age did you start running the comrades marathon? And for which running club? And can you also advise us when we do the runs, the park runs, what time and what pace can you run the comrades or any marathon? Wow, well done, Mamusa and Tembu. You are the star in, in Comrades Legend. This message comes from Mohammed in Durban. Wow, thank you very much. Bye. Okay, thank you for those. Thank you, Muhammad, and thank you, Rodney. Maybe, Wong Musa, let's start with uh, Rodney. Rodney wants to know, how do you train for comrades? But I don't know if the question should be, if Rodney is not a pro runner or an elite athlete like you, how does he train for comrades? I don't know how you want to answer that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've always get those questions, you know, and it's so, they're so interesting because, but the only thing I've always asked, I mean, or tell the person that you asked me about that, I've always said, okay, firstly, it has to come from within you, you know, and what you want to achieve, you know, comrades, it's a long distance, so it depends, firstly, what you want to achieve. You want to break your two minutes, you want to break your seconds, and you want to go for nine, for nine hours, you want to go for seven hours, you know what I mean? then we can take it from there that how you can train. Because, I mean, if he can ask me directly, what, how can I train, you know, mm. you said what kilometers I'm always, I'm always done, I mean, every week and every day. And also those wrong lines, wrong lines that we do, I mean, they're so, I mean, they're asking us, you know. But at the end of the day, it's all your mind and your set and what you want to achieve. You know, we, we train because uh, Congress Marathon, it's a... It's a ultra distance mm. so it's like uh, a marathon that way you know that within the three months you're going to be full fit you can able to run and compete in a marathon so comrade that's why you find that most of us by december november we will say we already started for training for comrades the following year you know so it takes us more more than even five 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 months to prepare for comrades so each and every day you train uh, especially for me because i born in i'm born in kzn mm. so sometimes i usually you know go out of, of my of my province just so that because most of the guys that we compete i mean in, in, with them in comrade they are coming from jobe Pumalanga, zimbabwe you mm. name them that's where the easier so yeah. that's why it's, it's sometimes it's more important for me to go out. But other than that, you know, as I've said, I'm, I'm, this is what I always do. Woke up in the early morning, we do the staging. Afternoon, sometimes three times a day, because you're going to go and see the physio. You're going to go and see your, te- your, I mean, your, 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 you go for a gym, you know, because sometimes you need a gym. Mm-hmm. Your body can be, I mean, physically strong. Mm-hmm. So if I understand you correctly, then it depends on the individual. If you want to be on the eight-hour bus or on the 11-hour bus, mm-hmm. you prepare differently according exactly. to what you want to achieve. Exactly. It was spot on, my brother, because okay. he can't do exactly what Musa does. He mm-hmm. can't the guy who's going who's gonna to run seven hours, who's going to run. He, he has to have a plan that, okay, I want to just go there and enjoy and have fun. Mm-hmm. Then the following, the following year, I can have a plan 
based on that or on what I, I, I did last year. So I think from there it's going to be, have a, a clear picture. But other than that, we are so glad today because I think most of the athletes in our country, uh, we have groups everywhere that that way he can join so that he can get, get more experience, get more how to train mm. for combat. Because even that, you know, how to train for combat, it means a lot because some of us are working so you can end up going at a, at a job and, and also afternoon you feel tired or you're stressed because of the work. But then at the end of the day, combat needs you to be physically strong. That's why, I mean, now you find that some other people, they can't make it in combat because they have been trained. Yes, your mind and your heart, you want to go and run combat. It's, it's a magnificent race comrades and you, you are, even whether you're feeling at 11 hours but you feel proud of yourself to run this distance, this distance from between Peter Marisberg and Devon. Another question is if it's your first race Bong Musa would you advise somebody to go for a time or just to try and finish? Uh, for me my, my, my best advice I can say just go there and enjoy and have fun then the following year, that's where you can start and 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 aim. That's how you want to break the time slowly, slowly. I think I can count even the guys who won comrade in our days now. Mm. But uh, I know maybe for the past uh, couple of years, uh, the the lady, the first lady or the second lady, they finished in front of them. Mm. So because in that time they was they was they, they were they were busy learning, knowing how to train for comrade. You can name them. Stephen Mozingi, he knows how to to finish behind the ladies. You know what I mean? But that, that shows, even myself, you know, even myself, I know how to finish behind the lady because in that time we were still learning. That's why they say comrade is more experienced than actual time because it's easy to go up in comrade, but to stay and maintain that, mm. um, I mean, uh, winning, winning uh, mentality in comrade is so difficult. That's interesting. And then the other question is, when do you stop then training if the race is in June? Is there a certain time when you must stop or does it also depend on the individual? Yeah, I mean, even that is always dependent on even individual. You know, I've heard most of the guys, they said, no, maybe two weeks prior to the race, we slow down, we don't do that, we don't do that. But uh, then what about your body and your mentally and your anxiety? Because sometimes your body needs to wake up, you know. But of course, you can't do, you can't do exactly what you've been doing maybe for the past eight weeks, you know what mm. I mean? But at the end of the day, some says you need to be a little bit faster. Some sessions need to be a little bit longer, although it can be less in, on your pace. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, it, it, maybe in the next three, three, three days, that's where you can totally rest, doing nothing, maybe take a little bit of work, uh, out, you know, do something. Just try to forget, because most of us, uh, there is a lot of pressure uh, mm. to that time. So there are so many things that we're trying to, to do, you know, try to, to, to throw the strength from away to you and the pressure and stuff like that. So, yeah. Mm. And then Mohammed also wanted to ask for some advice for those who, who run the puck runs. They, I know the puck runs are very, very popular these days. Do they go for time? Do they go for pace? Or how do they pace themselves? You know, puck run, I've seen most of them, um, more similar, like sort of like, Cross country, you know, and it's so difficult to to run a fast time in a park run. Yes, sometimes other park runs are on the track or maybe on the trail road. That's where they can aim, you know. But I've always said, it's always start on the training. You must know how to train for that distance because even that five kilometers need you to train so that you can run your best time, so that you can run comfortably. You know what I mean? And, and then you can start to slowly learn how to train uh, in conjunction with your time frame, how you work, what hours you work, and what pressure and working that, that you've done so that you can have a time of, of rest, you can have a time of training. 
So then you can able to run. And and I've heard that he asked me about the time that I ran. You know, mm. our times, eighty times, we didn't have this park run we did, <laughs> that we have now. So we used to do track and field. Yeah, I mean, at uh, there are schools and also the track and field provincially. And uh, maybe if you have lucky, then you you select it. Uh, I mean, to to represent your province mm-hmm. up to the country. But uh, I mean, honestly, for me, uh, the time where I was, I was started running, comrade, I was. I was 24 years old, you know, mm-hmm. and that, that's why I didn't have a rush to, to win Comrade. Uh, that was my mental in, in my first Comrade in 2006. So um, I, I just go there and have fun. Uh, that was the last year I saw that there were so many food uh, in Comrade. <laughs> the first year I didn't know that even, even this, this yeah, I mean, up until 2009, always people would ask that uh, we had fun, we ate this and that. I didn't, so we didn't say that, you know, mm. because we're rushing something. But uh, I think that, that's the nature of ourselves in Comrade Marathon. Okay, and we're going to go back to your career. For those who've just joined our conversation, we are talking to the three-time Comrades Marathon winner, Bong Musam Tembu. Uh, we're just talking, we're just getting advice for those who want to run Comrades or those who run socially, and we'll also talk about his running career and where it all started. But let's take more voice notes here because they are coming in. Well, good evening, Tabi. So it's anonymous in Cape Town. I just wanted to know from the gentleman, uh, how does he train? Uh, where does he get the running shoes in that is suitable for his uh, career? And what is the diet that he's using so that he can keep uh, him in shape? Thank you. Hey, evening, member. I just want to ask about meals. What does he eat? Because I've been running for some time as well. Last day was supposed to be my first comrade, but for whatever reason, we couldn't do it. So I ended up doing the virtual race. So I just want to know the type of meals that he eats and stuff like that. Okay, interesting questions there. Maybe let's start with the shoes, Bong Musa. How important are the shoes uh, when, when you are running? Oh, that, that's, that, that's so very important, my brother. You know, um, for the past uh, 10 years, I've been lucky. I've been with Nike. And, uh, you know, in our days, I mean, let's be honest, our running shoes are so expensive, you know. With our sport, they, they, that's the way that it is. And you find the running shoes are more than I mean, 3,000. I'm talking about the proper running shoes. You know, the running shoes is so important. It has to go with your body. You can't wear, um, weigh like um, over 65 then you wear the small shoes. You know, I've always advised people when they, when they go to, to, to run, running, I mean, yeah, where they, they can buy the shoes, mm-hmm. they get to the scan, they had to measure their body, they had to measure uh, how they run, they pronate mm-hmm. or they, 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 how they run so that they can able to run the proper shoes according to their body, according to the, how they run. Not just oh, because uh, you just saw the, the nice shoes, the nice looking shoes, then you go and buy it and then and, and you race with it. So you find that is not the shoes for, is that right for your, for your body. So, I mean, that's the first important thing. And uh, we always said that you, you can't buy the, the running shoes maybe a week before your main race. Uh, try to buy those shoes at least a month. Train with it so that it can get use of your body. 
uh, you can feel whether on your toes, on your on your heels, so that mm-hmm. it can, can't give you any problem when you are at, especially when we talk those ultra distances that most of us we do in our country. So it's very very important to have to check your your body, your how you weigh, then so that you can be able to to ride to train. I mean to to, to buy the proper running shoes that you can use it in in, in your in your race. Uh-huh. so it's important to know how you run, whether you pronate. Uh, ri- mm. Pronate is inwards, right? If yes. when you're running and then it's inward. Okay, that's yeah. interesting. So when you go and buy shoes, and can you wear new shoes at the comrades, like when you do a race, or do you advise a person to wear the shoes they've been training with? I mean, when, when during the during the day before the comrades. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it gets you so that you can you can walk with it. Because people like like to come and maybe expo do their things, you know. Unlike us, because during that time we need to rest and don't mm-hmm. do nothing. But uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's advisable. You can just wear, work with it. Even that, you know, you get use of your body so that you can, you can able so that you can feel it, if, especially in your toes and your heels. Because I mean, these grueling rules, these rules that you can have in comrade, is gonna test you on uh, your running shoes. Mm-hmm. And how crucial is the diet then? Because there are two questions that are asking you mm-hmm. about the diet. Yeah, man, you know, I've always said that maybe uh, most of the people, they thought maybe I'm following the street diet, you know. I've always said <laughs> our food as an African, that's number one. Mm. I mean, uh, you can go everywhere, even those guys from Kenya. Mm. They put their traditional food, you know what I mean? So if, if, even for me, uh, eat your traditional food. I, I think I've seen the most mistake. Uh, I mean, runners do, whenever they go to Expo, they find this fancy thing. Then they will eat it uh, prior to the race day. Then during the day, they had a problem with maybe running stomach or feel cramped <laughs> their stomach just because they, they took the new thing that they haven't done mm. for the past, I mean, eight months uh, when they were doing training. Do the same thing that you do when you are training. If you are taking your, your, your food do it exactly. Don't like, uh, okay, today it's Friday, there's a pasta party, blah, blah, blah. Then you'll find runners are there uh, eating pasta. But they haven't mm, used the pasta before the long run or after long run. So that's going to give you a problem. I mean, I've always, and you know, your body needs to recover. Mm. So it's very important to know what food that's going to help you to recover so that in the following day, your body is recovered. You can able to do your your your, tra- your training. You need to hydrate. Uh, you can't hydrate on an actual day. I've seen most of the people drinking a lot of water during the race. That mm. water it won't help you. Mm. You must eat. You must drink water during the tra- training time. During your rest time, you drink water so that your body can be um, hydrated. By the time you're on the race, you don't need water. You just cool down your water. I mean, your body just to pour a little bit on your, on your head, on your shoulders, on your back, just to cool down your body. But at the end, my brother, I must say, I mean, honestly, uh, you, you, you need to take fruits. You need to take carbohydrates. You need to take second fats. Uh, that is required to your body. I mean, uh, in our days, we know science is, is in, 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 in our sport. So mm. it's very important to know uh, how much fat you had in your body so that you can able to know which what type of food you can take so that they can resist or help that fat so that you can you can go further in your long run. Mm. But when are you eat pap or put? Uh, I mean, honestly, my brother, my brother, I don't eat so much pap uh, because, I mean, uh, there is nothing on the pub uh, that's gonna gonna consume by my body. Mm. You know, pub or uputu, 
uh, that, that, that is going to just fill up your stomach. You know what I mean? But uh, it, it, the body will take less in that pub. So it, you can eat your vegetables. You can eat your pasta. You can eat your, 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 your fish. You can eat your, your white meat. You know what I mean? Just boil it and try to stay away from like, uh, curries and soup, stuff like that, because they're gonna pro- I've heard so many runners, they have a problem of breathing. <laughs> mm. I've asked what they eat, because those curries and cooking oils, they all come up to your chest when you're breathing, so you end up finding it difficult to breathe normally. Yeah, that's very interesting, and I know the questions are coming in, but we're talking as if there's comrades this year, and there's no comrades <laughs> this year again. I mean, for you as an elite athlete, firstly, what's your reaction? How disappointed are you? Yeah, man, you know, um, it's, I mean, honestly, um, I, I, was, I was disappointed, that, you know, and you can imagine this is what we've, we've been doing for the past nine years. And uh, then all of a sudden something happened, you know. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, I, I had to respect uh, because uh, the, we, I know, I, I see the situation in our country. Uh, yes, maybe uh, there will be some other question here and there because as much as we see what happened in our country, but we also, uh, I mean, take note what happened around the globe. You know what I mean? Because uh, we, beside me, we have our athletes here in our country that are performing out of, outside of our country. So those those events that they attend, those I mean marathon that they attend, so it has to tell something with our race organizers in our country. You know what I mean? Because government have laid the regulations, have allowed uh, the certain numbers or that you can put together. So if race organizers fail to to, to follow the the rules and put those athletes together, those ra- that, those I mean things raise some other question. But other than that, I mean honestly. I didn't do exactly what I normally do because I've seen the situation. I had to monitor the situation before I can do my training properly. So when they announced that the comrade is, is, no, more, is no more again this year, yes, it was devastating news. Um, we love running, not that I was, I was going to chase something, but the running I'm just doing, I love running. Whatever I get, uh, it, it's supporting me going forward, achieve what I achieve. But at the end of the day, it's come from my heart, it's come from my soul, and I love it. But do you think the comrades could have gone on? I mean, we saw, I think it was last year when London had that elite marathon just for the elite athletes. I mean, we don't, we need any more than that. We need to be honest sometimes. Uh, we don't have any, any an example that, that, it, that is more than that because we've seen all of the, in other countries it happened. They, they invite some other athletes. It's not about Musa. Mm. Uh, I want to make it clear that I'm not saying they had to ask, but I mean, invite me. We have so many uh, giant athletes in our country that they can put our show. Because, yes, we expect the uh, I mean, the views. Uh, we know it's an international race. As much as it's not international, then, yeah, in London, it happened. Yeah, in South Africa last year, we had Cape Town Marathon. After that, uh, I don't remember uh, hearing issues about the, uh, some other athletes that can occur, caught, I mean, with COVID. So it, it shows that, that, yeah, something can happen. Mm. We, are, we, re- we respect their. I mean, and values. Mm. Okay, we're just losing you slightly there, Bong Musa. We just want to try and get you on a better line there. Let's maybe take a quick breather and also give him a break. It sounds like now he started running while he's talking to us. Flashback Fridays.
Flashback Fridays on SAFM. Okay, I think we've got him back on the better line there. Bong Musa, and okay, it's fine. I hear your views about comrades now. But yeah. as an elite athlete, I mean, athlete, this is your job. You've got sponsors. Yeah. I follow you yeah. on Twitter. There are so many sponsors that partner yeah. with you, the Mitchells and all the other guys. Mm. Do they stay now when you don't run comrades for two years now? Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, uh, I mean, honored about we with these um, sponsors that I had. Since from last year, anything happened, they hadn't say anything, you know. Mm. Any, everything is fine. I think uh, I've worked so hard for the past, uh, five years, I've tried to make this brand Uber Homosa. I think that for now, that's what worked for me, you know. And uh, I, 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 that's why most interviews that I did now, I've always say more. I wish most of the athletes that they can learn uh, to and some other athletes, maybe even outside of the country. In our days, social media is powerful. Mm. Uh, maybe even for us, it, it, it can be the platform that where we can, you know, try to build your brand has an athlete, you know, and I've always also say this, I mean, you know, that we were talking about in soccer, that athlete should be learned, teach this and that. I think even us as an athlete, we need to be taught that, you know, so that we can able to market ourselves, so that we can able to believe even outside of, of our of, of our races that we do. I think for now, that's what is well for me. I'm so grateful you're still with me. And up until now, there's nothing that they have been said that they want to change or do something. I think even now, that's what gets me going. You mm. know what I mean? So I'm so pleased and humbled. That's good to hear. And Bongmosa, where did it all start for you? When did you start running? How do you? How did you start running? Yeah, it's way back, my brother. The way when I was I was still young, uh, you know, growing up in rural areas. So we, uh, even from there, yes, yeah, well, I was rural areas where. When at school, it's not in the season of running, then we can't carry on with running. So up until I finished my matric, I moved down to Peter Marisberg. That's where uh, there were leagues, cross-country. Then I do this a little bit, a little bit, but I'm not going to lie and say I started doing cross-country track at 21 and 42. Then I came to Comrade. You know, Comrade has been in my heart since I was young. So I did a little bit small of... Uh, 42s and cross country, then I just shoot to Comrade. I think my heart and my soul was in Comrade. Then now, from there, I never looked back. At which stage did you realize that that you, you could be a professional here, or you could take it seriously? When I was started approached by the big companies, like remember those days, there was Harmony Gold and Mr. Price or Bolipa Dinak and so on. So when you start to be approached by those, I mean. Uh, teams yeah you start realize okay something is happening so then you can able to decide then from there uh, I, I quit my job then uh, i remember when i told my mom that i'm gonna quit job he was she was like no what when you gonna get money so i had to make an example is example like soccer so um, i said no i'm gonna leave like soccer players so i'm gonna run and get paid so she was easy for her to understand because you know I'm coming from deep, deep, deep rural areas. So where we not export to so many sport codes. I'm glad today, uh, you, everywhere around Bula, even during this time, people are running, and I'm so I'm, I'm so happy because now they don't see you like maybe there's something wrong with short or tight, and then you're running, chasing nothing. So it, that's what I mean. We have achieved even in my, in my community. 
What's good to hear. I, I remember when you won in 2017 from, from Devon to Peter Morrisbeck. I was there in the yeah. media bus. And while doing some research ahead of the race, I found out that you were a bricklayer. Is that the job you were talking about that you had to quit? Yes, yeah, yeah, I was a bricklayer. So, yeah, that's what I did. And, uh, yeah, that decided to quit because, you know, bricklaying and also the running, it was difficult. But just because I dedicated myself to do it, nobody pushed me. And I did it. I was waking up maybe half past four or three, go for training, seven o'clock, I have to be on working. Then, then you know that on bricklaying, you stand the whole day. Then again, when I knock off about half past four, I'm going back on training again. So yeah. I think I didn't look on the other side, but uh, you know, each and every challenge that I face in my life, I've always said this is what uh, it was always going to be my journey. So mm-hmm. each and every, even now, each and every obstacle that I face, I've always told myself, this is my journey. I'm going to work through this, and I'm going to go through this. And uh, uh, successfully, that's why I'm still standing, standing today. Even this pandemic we face in our country, it's still my, my, my challenge, it's still my journey. And uh, I think, uh, I hopefully, uh, in a few years, the book is going to be written. Yes, let's hope so. And how many comrades has you, had you done before winning your first in 2014? Yeah, I, I, I ran... Four comrades before I started to do well in comrades, so I've got 11 now. It's going to be 14 comrades if we did run last year or the ambition. And then 2014 was your fir- was was your first win. Going into that race, were you confident? How did you rate your chances? Were you going for the win? Yeah, you know, as you, as you go in comrades, you get again experience. You know, you get to know how to compete in the highest level in comrades. You get to know how to to train. You know, I mean, you change a lot of things. Yeah, you, you change the climate, you change the way of training, you're changing your behavior because comrades need a lot of commitment. We sacrifice a lot preparing for comrades. Uh, and yeah, I, I had to do that. I had to try so many things. I remember I was even trying to talk with the guys who are doing shorter distances mm. so that they can come and help me with the speed, with the tempo runs. And when we do that in comrades, it was easy for me. By the time I went to comrades, I was, I was nervous. But uh, I think it was good to, to be nervous so that uh, I won't be overconfident. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I was I ran with that nervousness. So then when we left, like three or four guys, then I realized that these guys, they don't know about me. Mm-hmm. So they know how to win comrades. So the best thing is to go with them. Then I see uh, maybe 15 case to go. Then I knew that in, in the whole field, I mean, long run that I did, I always done maybe less than three days per case after maybe 60 kilometers of my long run so it was easy for me to just leave those guys but it's the way that you train that's going to produce the result on the rest day sure it, was that the year you worked with uh with william tolo Brawili? yes yes i was i was working with him with that year yeah so it, it was amazing you know even though it was alone it was a huge motivating yeah. uh you know william told it says the legend in our country uh, and he knows how to work hard you know and that was our 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 i liked about him he knows how to work hard he doesn't use any tactic that we had or any technology that we had in our country in our sports today but uh, the only thing that he had he knows how to work hard and he will give you whatever you want in working hard so so what did he add to your running in 2014 I think he, the first thing, he, he had uh, a long distance run. And I mean, the, 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 that man, he can give you the long run. That <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, and, you know, if you go into camp, 
you will you will think maybe you're going to luxury really praise or something like that. <laughs> that. That man, we I mean I don't want even to show those pictures where we stood we stayed in it yeah. during that time. It was difficult. I remember other other friends and my sponsor they wanna come there and see where we're staying. We said no, we're gonna meet in a small town about fifty kilometers away from where we were. Mm. It that shows that the character and uh, the hunger, uh, the men that 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 that, that, told, that 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 shows us that we need to have we need to, to, to get out of our comfort zone so that by the time we come back we have I don't know what can what type of a heart or a mm. mind that we're gonna have. Yeah, heart of a lion. Let's take another voice note here for our guest Bong Musam Tim. Good day, SAFL. <coughs> well done, Bongo Musa. Uh, in 2018, it was my first comrade marathon at the age of 57. At about after I've passed a few meters, kilometers away from the halfway, I heard from the radio that Bongo Musa Tembu has won the race. Oh, that thing, it gave us energy, hope. We were all excited to go and finish the race. Oh, well done, Bongomosa. I'll finish my race at 10 hours, 48 minutes. You inspired me. Uh, that's a very nice voice note. Do you want to respond to that, champ? Absolutely, my brother. You know, um, it's... People don't, we wouldn't know. I remember when I get questioned that uh, what uh, you can tell people that they don't know about you. Mm. Uh, and I always say, you know, people don't know that I'm very emotional. Mm. You know, when you get these messages, my brother, I mean, as I've said earlier, we went through a lot preparing for comrades. And most of you guys just see you on a rest day. They don't know what you're going through for the past six months. Mm. You don't know the difficulty that we went through for the past six months. And to get these messages, my brother, it brings me a lot of uh, the difficulty that I face. And I've, I've able to turn that into motivation because of these messages. Mm-hmm. I'm so humbled, my brother. I think it's one of these things uh, that kept me going. It's one of these things that kept me trying to live the life that I've never thought I would live. I respect so many people around our country and even now I can see starting even go abroad in our country. Uh, we find that people are so inspired by what I was do- I'm doing. And by the time when I was started, I started the thing that I, I think I've enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Not knowing that at the end of the office day, someone will say, I've touched by what you are doing. You are so inspired. It's so humble, my brother. And uh, I'm, I'm so thankful that... Uh, Guy from rural areas now, yeah, some other people in our country they would say, Yes, inspired what, what I was doing. So, mm-hmm. uh, can you imagine if deep there, I mean, deep there in, in rural areas, we have uh, the development, we have the schools, I mean, um, facilities? Mm-hmm. And because I can tell you, my brother, even in soccer, uh, whatever sport, rugby, cricket, the majority of those sport personnel. They're coming from rural areas because those guys there, those ladies there, physically, they are so strong. It's just that they need to be strong physically and taught properly, and they will excel, brother. So I'm thankful for these messages.
definitely. And I can believe when you say that you're an emotional person because I was at the press conference when you won in 2017. And I remember when one journalist asked you what was key to your win. And you, 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 t- you spoke about how you had been preparing and when you're preparing, there's no one there. They just see you on the day of the race and all of a sudden now everybody wants to speak to you. Definitely, my brother. You know, it's, it's, as you said, I mean, a lot of us as elite athletes are competing in those, I mean, ultra successes we have in our country. It's not easy, you know. Some other guys are working, you know, to take an unpaid leave and go for camp. That's a huge sacrifice because you have family that depend on you, maybe. So to sacrifice the job and go for camp so that you can do or excel in your races. So it's not easy, brother, but uh, as I said, you know, just because we love what we're doing and we enjoy what we're doing, it's easy. Then, you know, and I think these positive messages, uh, that's, that's what kept you, kept going, kept pushing you so that you can work hard, you can give it all, you can sacrifice more. And also the, the negative part side of, of, of the side program, mm. we must accept that and so that we can learn and, and grow, mm. move on. We know to have to accept, I mean, accept the, the cool things only. I think for me, I've grown up and so that even the negative side of it, I can able to, to learn from that. I can able to learn from mistakes. It's not easy, you know. Mm. I remember in 2019 when guys, I mean, uh, Edward won combat. Yeah, uh, came I, I, I had to congratulate him. I mean, fully coming concretely, not pretend. I wasn't pretending. Mm. But uh, those guys who are so close to me during this time, they came to my to my room because we were sitting in hotel, mm. and they saw me very emotionally. Why? Because I know what I went through. Mm. I know uh, the difficulties and the hardships that I've lost in that day. But uh, I had to suck it in. I had to revive myself so that I can move on because it happened. It's a sport. I don't have to hold anything wrong about the guy who won because that day there was nothing. I can, I can change. It was his day. He done his homework. Then he, at the end of the day, produced a good result. Mm. And and were you targeting the three-peat in 2019? Were you going for that hat-trick? I mean, definitely. You know, I was I was going for win. I was going for win, and I've worked for it. Mm. You know, but uh, what I was well aware is that uh, as I'm, I'm, I'm preparing for comrade and preparing for win, there is another one who's preparing exactly or more than what I do. And, you know, in, in, in nowadays, you know, it's not, it's not going to be only for training. There is a lot of things that you can do. You know, as I said, technology needs to be there. The focal person needs to be there, you know. Mm. And all those motivate you during the race. But uh, mm. I think uh, for me, I didn't see any wrong, any wrong thing that I did. Yes, some most of the people they will say maybe just because I won two options, then I was our uh, attempt to yeah. come. For me, no. Mm. If the day and the time it wasn't for me, and uh, uh, of course we had a plan way back November mm. uh, before um, we we can we said anything. We knew that this is how we're gonna run into ocean. Then soon after two ocean, this is what we're gonna do. Uh, going to comrade so we we had everything on plan on plan so then we we know that uh, i mean we could, what we could but how special but was the double in 2018 first south african after bruce Fordyce. yeah that was i mean it was huge for me and i've said yes i said you know yes i've achieved so many things that i i think also that to won two ocean and comrade it's one of the things that i wanted to achieve 
So, I mean, to do that after after Upro's for us, it was amazing for me. And uh, I think that's what I'm saying, that I think I've worked for my name, Ubo Musa. And now people know Ubo Musa. And even the guys, when we stay, we, we stand on a starting line, they know that Ubo Musa <laughs> is here. So I think that's, that's a huge advantage for me. And, and that's why I think it's more important for me to not put that in my head and also yeah. keep working hard and, and do more training. Let's give the people the last word. Hi, Tabiso. Thanks, Fetu, for bringing the Terminator himself to your show. Uh, I think that Subong Musa has proved himself. He's a very professional runner, of which we are proud of him as the nation, and uh, Kazetan in particular. Uh, more importantly, I, I think uh, the young upcoming athletes can learn a thing or two from him. Uh, when you look at his brand, he, I mean, he worked very hard. Uh, he started running, uh, uh, I mean, years back, but he never took things uh, like lightly. He was so focused. He's very professional. He's mannered. I, I wish that uh, the races can come back so that the guy can go back to to work and do what he's good at. Uh, all the best, my brother. We respect you. We are honored to have you. And uh, we'll tell uh, the, uh, I mean, the upcoming uh, generations about you, about your work ethics and everything. All the best, my brother. And thanks. Good evening, Bungi. I am Rotando in Port Elizabeth. It's good to hear from Bungmosam Tembo. I just want to tell him something. When he won uh, the race, the Comrades 2018, I then decided that I will be running the 2019 installment. And I followed him on Facebook and I used to watch the videos of him training, seeing him run and preparing encouraged me to put effort in my training. I now am a proud comrades medalist. I finished uh, 11 hours, 15 minutes. I only started running in 2017, by the way. I would like to say to Bung Musa, keep being inspiration champ. Thank you. Thank you. And a gentleman called Songa Zumapek that says, what a guy. I love his spirit and energy. He will yet receive more in this life than what he wishes and imagines he is worth all of it. And Bong Musa, we're going to have to leave it there because of time, but I hope you are encouraged and you are motivated by the messages of support from the listeners. Absolutely, my brother. I'm, I'm so blessed and humbled. And uh, thanks so much for, for inviting me. You know, these messages, uh, they're also motivating me. Keep working hard more because, you know, it's always amazing when you hear, okay, out there there is someone which, which is inspired what I'm doing. And uh, thanks for loving messages to all of, of your listeners, my brother. Hopefully we will be able to grow our sport, I mean, in our country. Uh, and we must thank you guys, I mean, as uh, members of, of of media, because now it's not only rugby, cricket uh, and soccer. we able to, to speak in, in, in radio stations, guys. We must thank yes. you guys for the opportunity. And uh, now we are can able to go down there in rural areas to speak because they heard him speaking in, in the biggest station that we had in our country. Definitely. So thank you, Bong Musa you are a legend. We're going to have to leave it there. It's time for news. And uh, Bridget Masenga should be at next.